You are listening to the Happiest Lives Podcast with Jill Lillard, episode number 12. Welcome to the Happiest Lives Podcast, where you'll learn to think better, feel better, and become the woman God says you already are. Here's your host, Jill Lillard. Hey, friends. All month long, we have been talking about better conversations. So this week, we discuss how to deepen understanding so you can move past gridlock. So every relationship is going to have a set of problems. While you can resolve some problems, other problems are unsolvable. There's at least one issue in your marriage, in your relationship, where you don't see eye to eye. And we call this an unsolvable problem. For me, it was such a relief to hear this early on in my marriage because it meant nothing was wrong with us. Because of our different families of origin, brains, personalities, and preferences, we wouldn't see eye to eye on everything, and we wouldn't want all the same things. So my job was not to try to change my husband or win my side for our relationship to improve, but it was to create space for both of us. And in the process, I would grow. Isn't it nice to know you don't keep encountering new problems in your relationship? Rather, your struggles are often repeated issues about the same thing. Now, it may look differently. It may take on different forms. But at the heart of it, it's often the same core issues. You are in gridlock when you get stuck in disagreement and hurt ensues. In gridlock, we either go to war and fight, or we end up turning away and dealing with things by ourselves. Living separate lives begins with a thought, it's better to deal with this on my own, which may seem like a win when you are no longer fighting. Have you had that thought before? You've had a problem and you find yourself thinking, you know what? It's better to just deal with this on my own. However, when you do that, even though the conflict may decrease, you start internalizing it and you have begun the cascade of distance, loneliness, and isolation. What happens is you are existing as roommates living under the same roof. This state of isolation in your relationship is where Gottman says affairs and divorces often occur. Now, everyone in gridlock is not at this state where they're feeling lonely and isolated in their relationship, but you may be on the pathway to that if you start trying to deal with things on your own and you find yourself turning away from your partner more than you are turning toward them. So while dealing with it alone is going to reduce conflict, just remember it could lead to this place of loneliness and isolation. So I think we need a third alternative. We have to learn how to turn toward our partner and be willing to talk about the problem without getting stuck in the hurt. You must find a way to think about the problem to do this. So if you're going to talk about it different, you first have to learn to think about it different, to think about the other person differently and to think about the problem differently. When I think about having a conversation and we want to define that very simply, what happens is if you have a conversation between two people, person A has a thought and they have a feeling and they open their mouth 
and turn toward the other person and they say something, they share some information, they share their thoughts and feelings. Now, person B hears the words and then they have a thought and feeling about it. So then they may react with a facial expression, words, or turning away. Then person A has a thought of feeling about person B's words. And that's going to lead to them sharing more words or taking some sort of action. And so it just goes back and forth like a tennis match or round and round like a circle or a row of dominoes. What you are thinking and what you are making somebody else's words mean is super important to know. It may not match up with what they actually are thinking, or if there's differences, if you have different opinions, you may be making that mean something horrible about your relationship when you don't have to. When you process things in a way that is making you feel resistant, judgmental, threatened, scared, afraid, anxious, that thought is probably not serving you. So in the case of gridlock, the solution is not to suppress or give up on your desires and wants. I'm not asking you to give in to the other person and just do things their way to avoid conflict. I'm not telling you that you have to let these thoughts go that may be creating some negative feelings. I've seen too many people just give up on their dreams so that they could live in peace. So then I have the women come into my office in their 40s or 50s, and they've decided they've had enough. They've been a people pleaser for years, always considering what everyone else wanted. And now they've gone to the other end of the pendulum where it's just all about me now. They've gone from being people pleasing, submissive, compliant, not knowing what they wanted, but just going along with the other person. And now decades later, there is this wall of resentment because they don't feel like they have influence or a voice. Now, once again, this is maybe a more extreme example. You may find yourself in a milder version of this, but just notice when we are moving past gridlock, this is not what I'm encouraging you to do as the alternative. It's important to know what you desire and what you want. So when I say the thoughts causing negative emotions aren't serving you, I'm not suggesting that you block them out. Instead, I want you to get curious about all of your thoughts. I want you to discover what it is that you're thinking. What are you believing? And that's your beliefs about your desires and wants, the other person's desires and wants, and then even your thoughts about what you are making your different desires and wants mean. Simply trying to do something to keep the peace or avoid conflict doesn't usually lead to deeper intimacy. And it doesn't lead to more of you being in the relationship. And the other person is with you because they like you. You want to be loved for who you are. So you have to show up authentically. You don't want to be someone who's trying to manipulate the other person to like you, or you're just trying to always make everybody happy. Knowing who we are and what we want desire is essential. So I'm not talking about being selfish, demanding, or self-centered. I'm talking about making room on the table for another person's perspective and honoring another person's desires and wants without losing yourself, without losing your voice, putting parts of you on the table as well. When you make room for both of you, your gridlock issues 
can lead to greater emotional intimacy in your relationship. If you talk about a gridlocked issue and things don't go well, you can turn away and deal with it on your own, or you can learn how to turn toward and deepen understanding. This is the third alternative. An example I like to give about a gridlocked issue is a couple I saw years ago, and they had an ongoing fight about buying a boat. And so when they came in for therapy, things had not been well between them for a really long time. There was a lot of conflict and just a lot of loneliness in their relationship. They were really at a place where things had to change or they were going to go their separate ways. An issue that had created a lot of hurt in the relationship was this issue about a boat. He wanted a boat and she didn't want a boat. They didn't have a boat. So by default, it felt like she was winning and he was resenting her and they just didn't feel connected anymore. Though they thought the boat was the hot issue, it wasn't really about the boat, but rather what the boat symbolized. This is true in your gridlock problems too. That issue, it has some sort of symbolic meaning for each of you. And that's what you want to discover. So before the couple could move to a compromise about the boat, they needed to find the hidden dream, which was represented by the boat for each of them. They needed to be able to talk about the boat without getting stuck and hurt. It took a little bit of coaching, but eventually they could listen as the others shared their thoughts, feelings, and stories. As they talked, the wife discovered that her husband grew up in a home with few close family bonds, but he had a best friend who lived next door and his friend's family had a lake house and a boat at Lake of the Ozarks. And so on the weekends, he would go there with their, with this family and they made a lot of great memories on this boat. There was closeness and connection. And so the boat represented that shared experience and emotional intimacy. For her, the boat was a threat to her core dream. She had grown up with a single mom who struggled to pay bills, and she vowed she would never be in that situation again. So the boat threatened her desire for financial security. And so when this couple could see the other person's hidden dream and understand the story behind it, and when they were willing to find a way to honor each other's core needs, which was represented by the boat, they were now ready to compromise. I think compromise is making a we decision and you own it together. It's not one person's decision. You make this decision and you take ownership of the decision that you're making. And it's not going to be exactly what either of you wants. There's going to be some give and take. However, there is a willingness and a desire to love and honor one another. And so in that sense, it is what you want. In this sense, there was an element of sacrifice, but if done with the right attitude, resentment and bitterness are not the aftermath. If he had gotten a boat without her support, the boat would not have met his core need because it represented close family bonds and connection. And if she didn't share that with him or support his dream, he would have missed the point as he fought to get what he thought he wanted. They ended up getting a boat, but they compromised on its size and fanciness. It wasn't a top of the line boat, but it was a way to spend time on the lake as a family while still committing to building a savings account 
for three months of living expenses. Inside Clarity Encourage, my online coaching group for Christian women who want to have better relationships, there is an entire month's course on how to deepen understanding and move past gridlock. In that course, you get worksheets and cheat sheets that are going to help you have a conversation with your husband so that you guys can discover one another's hidden dreams in your gridlocked issues. Now, this is in addition to the coaching and worksheet workshop that we have every month in Clarity and Courage. So we can have live calls together and talk about your actual problems. And when you join Clarity and Courage, you get access to a whole vault of concepts and application worksheets, as well as call replays. To have a conversation, to deepen understanding, you must be able to process your emotions and look at your thoughts, even as you make space for someone else. If you are getting stuck in your feelings, I have many tools to help you inside my coaching group, including live coaching sessions. Learning how to talk about your unsolvable issues will help you become your greatest selves, your beautiful identity as a couple and as two individuals. You may not share your partner's poor dream, but you can still find ways to honor it. If they love hiking and you don't, you can honor their dream by supporting them and finding time to go hiking with friends. Besides your gridlocked issues, Hopefully, you can discover what are the things that you both want and come together over those things. But being able to come together and honor one another when there are differences, it's so very, very important. I hope you guys enjoyed the lesson today. I know that you can apply it to your relationship in some area. And I look forward to talking to you again next week as we complete our series on Better Conversations. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love to help you take this concept and apply it. Join me in Clarity and Courage, my cost-effective coaching program for Christian women. Each month, receive the tools you need to apply the concepts and grow. We will meet on a live coaching call where you can ask me anything. Plus, you get access to the worksheet workshop where you can have conversations with other women just like you. Learn more and sign up at myhappyvault.com backslash clarity and courage.